Hello and welcome back to the Premier League project. So today we're going to be reviewing a quite a boring game, to be honest. Salvia uh, Prague, nil, Leicester nil. So Matt, to start with, was, was that the typical boring nil-nil? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. I think um, we were the better side in the in the, in the uh, first half. Um, I mean, the, the, the class was clear. Um, I think... I think it won't be too much of a problem in the second leg. They, they don't have too much quality up front. They are, they do seem quite toothless. They gave us a good game though, and um, I think also we did. Are you joking me? No, I said they gave us a good game. Oh, right. I mean. Yeah. It. I think we had one eye on Aston Villa for sure. Um, obviously we've rested Ricardo and, and Castagna at home, and and Vardy came off after an hour. Likewise did uh, Brighton and Madison. So you know it's we've, we've preserved players for the weekend, but I, I think we'll be okay in the second leg. Yeah, no, I, I could have watched. Yeah, Man United beat Sociedad 4 0. I could have watched Spurs beat, I can't remember who they played, 4 1. Wolfsburger, yeah. Yeah, but instead, no, I decided to pick the 0 0 game. Anyway, yeah. back to about 4.55 then, when the team mm. news came out. Yeah. Um, I think one of the main things was the fact that Under was in not in the starting 11 and that Luke Thomas. I think you expected Luke Thomas, didn't you? But. Mm. How do you think Luke Thomas was? Start? Yeah, I thought I thought for a nineteen-year-old, um, you're obviously going to expect him to make a couple of minor mistakes, which at times he did get um, a few balls over his head, but it, it was nothing. There was no major mistakes in there. I thought he was played well. Um, yeah, I thought he had a good game actually. Yeah, he did have a good game. Obviously, when you play Slavia Prague, they're going to be direct. They're going to hit it long, which obviously doesn't suit someone like Luke Thomas who wants to get forward and stuff. Um, but I thought individually, um, man for man, Luke Thomas had the better of his winger. I can't remember what a single time it was. He was tested really down that, that side. Um, and then, like you say, under, it was quite disappointing not to see him in the starting lineup. I think we know Rogers likes him offensively, but the other part of his game defensively, O'Brien is superior, and that's, that's obviously why he tends to go with O'Brien on that side. Yeah, I always try to think when I'm watching a game in the Europa League, because Champions League I've got more idea, but I try to think where on earth would that team finish if they're in the Premier League? And mm. I think I've, I've come to the conclusion they're about a Burnley, I think. <laughs> so, yeah, they don't have a lot of quality, they don't. No, no, they didn't strike me as a team that did. Mm. I think it, before the game, I was thinking, obviously this was before I saw the line, I was thinking a comfortable win. And then when I obviously heard that he was resting players like Ricardo, were leaving at the moment. Castagna, I thought, yeah, I think it will be a much tighter game. Um, it was still a strong team. Um, first half, we did play quite well. We had a few opportunities. I remember Barnes had a brilliant run and he tried to put it through the goalie's legs and it was a good save. But overall... Yeah, that I'm, other chance as well that yeah. came set piece that he just smashed. Yeah, a bit of a half chance, that one. Yeah, but it yeah. was. Uh, overall, I think I'm happy. Um, the pitch was awful. Absolutely terrible. I'm not sure if that was... Um, a reason why we couldn't really get going in the second half because it was all dug up. Yeah, it was, it was an awful, it was an awful pitch. Awful pitch. We spent more time making that stand that said yeah. about what it eat the fox, fox hunting. Fox yeah. hunting. Yeah. If they yeah. spent more time making the pitch, it might have been a better game. Honestly, you I think. Um, Go on. I was just going to say, honestly, I think the lead up to the game they were very disrespectful. I mean. Yeah, I know. Did I didn't like that myself. Yeah, they did a video slating Casper Schmeichel's weight and. Yeah. Saying that Leicester's a horrible oh, no. place to live and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> Strange. 
Yeah, no, I, I do always wonder, do you know when you go to teams like that, that you know are going to sort of play the long ball, do they sort of dig up the pitch on purpose because it almost yeah. suits them? I think so, I think. I think it's, you know, Slavia Prague, they're a good side at home. Um, I know that they locked out Sevilla in the 2019 campaign. Um, they've not yeah. beat teams like Barcelona. There, You know, it's, it's, it is a tough place to go. Having said that, it's an, it's a clean sheet. All we need to do now is beat them at the King Power, which I think we can do comfortably enough. Yeah, I, I, I do I do think, having said all that, I do think nil-nil is quite a good result for Leicester. I always yeah. think we go away from home in a European tie, no matter who it's against. Mm. Nil-nil is, I think, quite a solid result, and then you always try to beat them. I, do, I yeah. wonder if it's a bit, it might be a bit different, to my opinion, in the fact that um, there's no fans there, of course, but... On the but whole, there were 600 fans there. at the uh, Prague Stadium. I think that actually had a bit of a boost for them as well. They were making a right racket. I, I think it was, it was 600, 800, one of the two. And I think that definitely played a part. Um, yeah, they weren't they a full were, house, though. No, it wasn't a full house. It was, but they made a good, a good racket. And with the other ties around the Europa League, like United and stuff like that, I think they played at neutral venues or without fans anyway. I think it would have been a bit more beneficial for us to play without um, Slavia's crowd there. But having said that, again, it's nil-nil. I'm quite happy with the scoreline. No one was injured. We've rested key players for Villa. And, and like I said, there's one eye on Villa when we went into this game. Yeah, going into the second half then. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned him earlier, Under. But I, I want to I mm. touch upon him a bit more because every time I watch him play, he seems mm. to do something. And the, the yeah. thing that O'Brien was doing was nothing. He wasn't doing anything. Yeah. Oh, if you ask Le- Leicester fans, they're honestly... They're not baffled because obviously we've heard the manager come out and say why he's not in the team because of his defensive work. But if you ask Leicester fans and say, what's your opinion on Yonder? They all love him. He's, every time he gets the ball, he, he's not sure on confidence. He's always skipping past players, making things happen. And I'm a big fan of Under. Um, yeah, I am. Yeah, I think the expectation was when he signed, we'd, we'd pretty, it would be likely that we'd sign him in the summer with the option to buy. But now, having seen him under Rodgers, it's clear that Rodgers... Likes him as a super sub, but defensively, I think he's he's suspect. So I'm not sure that he's Rogers' sort of winger. Can you see where so I'm, are what you I mean? sort of leaning the fact that he won't be signed in the summer? I don't know. I don't think he will. I don't think he will. Which is a shame because I think he's a I think he's a brilliant player. I, I really yeah. do. No, everything's quite direct, isn't it? Yeah. He, yeah. he he skips past two or three players and makes it look effortless. He's he's. I don't know. He, I think he would be brilliant in the Premier League. It's just with a manager that doesn't expect the same sort of defensive work rate that all Brighton and Barnes display. So. Yeah, no, yeah. I think you mentioned earlier, though, it, it doesn't baffle you that he plays. For a neutral watching, I can tell you, it baffles me he doesn't play. Yeah. All Brighton, he, although I do think his final ball isn't that bad, he just mm. never gets in the position to create a final ball because he, he can't really beat a man anymore, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think all Brighton's... He has been in the side because of injuries, and that's that was clear. Um, He'll be playing he, instead. Well, yeah, exactly. He's almost sort of kept in position because previously it was um, Ricardo provided the width on the right anyway. So you could play, we used to play Perez as sort of an inside forward. He was good linking oh, yeah. the play. Yeah. So, but obviously because of injuries, we needed a bit more defensive support that's on that side. So O'Brien got his chance and it seems like he's going to be a mainstay in the team for the rest of the season. Yeah. Which I'm surprised about because I don't think he's I mean, I'm, I'm not O'Brien's biggest fan. I know what he does for the team defensively, but on the ball, he, he is... His, his only asset for me going forward is his crossing. But yeah, agreed. I don't rate him. I, I really don't rate him, to be honest. No, I, I, he almost... 
He's one of them players that unless it sort of gets handed onto a player, he doesn't make anything happen himself, yeah. which is exactly what you need from me from a winger. They're yeah. the one that sort of beats a man and makes it happen, which is just not yeah. somehow not. He, his he's industrious, isn't he? You know what you get from Brighton. Every yeah, you do. You, you do. You're not you're not expecting him to do a few step overs, beat a man, and put a ball in back of the net. It's um, it's unrealistic to expect that. But having said that, back on the game, I thought the key players for Leicester um, was definitely Yuri Tillemans. I thought he was brilliant. It was it was quite a I don't know how you put it a scrappy game really. So he didn't get as much control as he would have wanted to. But I thought first half he was good and, and again indeed he was brilliant as well. Disruptive yeah, I never play. really thought you had any sort of you never really got in a proper rhythm. I didn't think. No, I didn't, no. neither team did really. As you, as yeah. you said, but um, and like I think there were twenty five games unbeaten at home. I, I, I'm not sure if I've got that correct. It was a long is, time at home anyway. That's that's fair enough, but they don't they don't play exactly good teams. No, but this was going this was all in all competitions. I think the, the last time they lost at home was something silly. I think it was I think it was Inter Milan in the Champions League, I think. But they are they are Yeah, I remember team, that game actually. I think yeah. they've scored two. Yeah, they are a team that they've, they've took points off Barcelona and Inter Milan, they beat Sevilla. So I think a nil nil in hindsight, with players rested, with no injuries, it, it, I, I would take that result. I'm happy with that. Do you think yes? Do you think it's job done then? Really? Do you think you'll be? Yeah. It's you not job mean? done. It's not job done. I think we've still got the home leg to come, but yeah, because if they the home... score first, you're in a bit yeah. of trouble, aren't you? Yeah, I did think that. I thought, you know what? Is this a good result? Because one goal means we need to score three. But honestly, I can't see them scoring. They're, they're not a good side. Yeah, one goal means you have to score two, not three. Oh yeah, no, they've got to extra time. <laughs> but three to win it. Is it three to win it? Or is it no? no even. Uh, only no, the of course, goal, yeah, the of course. goal rule only counts if it's ever, it's even on goals. Yeah, so, of course, plus. yeah. So we just have to win essentially. Yeah. Um, yeah. Having said that, though, it was it was a I don't know. It, it wasn't vintage Leicester, that's for sure. No, no, it wasn't at all. <laughs> no. Well, Another player I want to sort of touch upon. You've sort I've seen you sort of bigging up a bit on Twitter, which is why yeah. I wanted to bring you up. Tavares. That's how you mm. say it, Tavares. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Or Tavares. Yeah, he's. What's going on there? Oh, there's there's a lot of hype around him. He's a Portuguese international. He's Nani's cousin, and he's been touted. Barcelona really want to sign him in the. <laughs> Barcelona <Nani's> really... <laughs> I just thought I'd slip that in there. Um, yeah, Barcelona have been sniffing around him a lot of the top academies, and it looks like he could be off in the summer if he didn't get game time at Leicester. Um, he's obviously still a young lad. He's about 17, 18 years old, maybe 19 now. But he's a he's a centre midfielder. He's he, I think he's probably our brightest prospect in the youth academy. Which is for, we've got a lot of young players. So I think that's big praise. I'd love to see him. He, he will get his debut at some point this season. Um, but we need to give him a new contract. He, he's a brilliant player from what I've seen in the academy. Yeah, you are hyping up. So I, I do want I do want to see him now. And be yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you have to watch him play. Yeah, yeah I will do. I, I don't particularly fancy watching Leicester under 23s, though. <laughs> yeah, guess, hopefully, yeah. He'll get his, hopefully at some point he'll get his debut because you can watch him. He's, he's, if, if I was to say who he reminds me of, it's... Um, right, don't go too big here. <laughs> no, I'm just... Well, he's, he's six foot two. He's sort of a box-to-box player. He's, he's really don't classy on... Don't Gerrard or what that No, <laughs> he's really classy on the ball. A bit like Declan Rice, except he's, he's a box-to-box player. Well, like, so a, like a Gundogan sort of player. Underwood. Yeah, he's obviously taller though, and a bit more physical. Yeah. But he just—he's just a brilliant player. From for obviously, you can't say he's a brilliant player because he's never played a professional <laughs> minute. But a brilliant youth player, a, a brilliant youth player, and he's—he's he's definitely our brightest prospect in the academy. 
Yeah, the other thing, the final thing I want to touch upon is mm. set pieces. Now, yeah. you've been pretty poor this year, I think it's fair to say, yeah. pieces, and we picked up on it a bit at the, at the weekend. I did think you did a bit better tonight, but there were still moments. What did you think about your defending mainly on about set pieces? To be fair, there was three corners in a row, and after the third corner, I looked at my brother and I said, it looks like we've finally solved the set-piece situation, because yeah. they're a big side. So three set pieces in a row, you'd expect one of them to cause trouble for Leicester in, in the past. And I thought we dealt with their threat quite well. We nullified their aerial ability. I think they had a, a, a what was his name, Cena, I think, up front. Yeah, Cena, yeah. like six foot four or something. Yeah, huge striker. And he he, he was nullified all game. I mean, obviously, they're, they're not a great side. You know, it goes without saying. Yeah, I didn't expect us to have any problems defensively anyway, but, you know, we still have to defend the set pieces. And... Yeah, I thought there's any way they'll get you, it's on a set piece. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So Not that I that think... was a big, a very special statement no. to say, because I think it's quite obvious, but... Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, to, again, to keep a clean sheet, nil-nil, go back to the uh, King Power Stadium, I think it'll be quite comfortable in the second leg, which is next Thursday. Hopefully it's better than that game. I can't see how it can be much worse. Than being <laughs> no, I don't think it will. I think with Ricardo in the team as well and, and Castagne, it will just provide a bit more threat going down the, the wings um, with overlapping fullbacks as well. Do you think you'll play a bit of a stronger team then? In the other, in, in, yeah, in yeah. The I, I think so. To get the job done. Um, this game was... We are, we are tested by injuries. There still will be injuries for the next leg. Um, but, but yeah, we will have our fullbacks back and I think that's a big part of our game as well. Brendan Rodgers likes to have attacking fullbacks up and down, and Castagna and Ricardo were brilliant at that. So I think that'll be the difference for next Thursday. Yeah, anyway, we'll wrap that up there because there, there ain't much more to say, unless there's anything you want to add, Mark. <laughs> no, I think we've covered it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not sp- speak about that game too much. <laughs> anyway, thanks for coming on as usual. Yeah, no worries, Scott. Thank you again. And thanks for listening, everyone. I'll catch you tomorrow when I'm reviewing Leeds versus Wolves, which will be just straight after the game. So cheers, bye. Cheers.